The Witchuation Room is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Hello there, and welcome to The Witchuation Room. We're reading Andre Sapkowski's Witcher series of books. I'm Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're talking about Something More, the final story in Sword of Destiny. Previously, our titular Witcher is on a mission of diplomacy to Broccolon, the forbidden city of Dryads. Weird how he's in this place where mortals fear to enter on pain of death, a place crawling with weird monsters, and he stumbles on this kid who he's crossed paths with repeatedly. You can feel Destiny literally throwing this child in Geralt's path, and he just kind of steps over the kid and keeps walking. <laughs> anyway, Geralt's diplomacy is a total flop, although he does spend quite a bit of time bonding with his destined child. He tries feeding her to the Dryads, who have apparently have a penchant for mind-wiping stray children, but Destiny's like, no, nice try, and dumps both Geralt and his destined child outside Broccolon. They probably avert a war on their way out of town and cross paths with Mousesack, and it's like, Geralt, this kid is your destiny, bro. She's your sort of destiny. Sort of, and then, sort of destiny. And look, looks at the camera and then winks. You know? <laughs> uh, Geralt just rolls his eyes and ditches them both. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care. No. It, it reminds me of Logan. You remember that? With Wolverine and the little girl? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 It's like trying to get rid of the kid and the kid's just like... Or Last of Us. Yeah. Actually, to... now that I think about That's it, That's a trope, yeah. yeah. Ever since the earliest one I know is Lone Wolf and Cub, the famous Japanese samurai show. Mm. Oh, I've never seen that, but I did see the Bob's Burgers episode where they make fun of it. It was like hawking and chick. Hawking yeah. chick, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. Yeah. So something more. I gotta say, the opener for this story would have actually been, wouldn't have been like a terrible intro for the entire series, right? It's like yeah. very witchery. It's like you have a mysterious man with a mysterious request defending a random passerby from horrible monsters. Like, this is kind of good, right? Yeah. This may be the first time, this is the first time I, as I can recall, that we see Geralt from somebody else's perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Because it's, it's, it's about a carter, Yurga, who's cowering on a bridge. Uh, because It's like a horrible monster bridge, and all his friends ran away, and he, he shouldn't have crossed the horrible monster bridge, but he did. <laughs> here he is. Here he is, yeah. <laughs> Isn't this the world where when women are ready to die, they just, like, walk into the woods? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is he thinking? I know, right? <laughs> Yurga. He's like, man, I could shave a day off my journey if I go through the death woods that no one ever returns from. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of the savings. <laughs> yeah. So once again, Geralt throws himself at the aberrant forces of nature, and once again, he does what could generously be described as a mediocre job of it. <laughs> I mean, he does, like, he does meet the requirements, right? He yeah. He does massacre a lot of horrible troll goblin things. Yeah, or whatever, these skeletal ghouls. goblins. They're, they're ghouls. Are they over there? Did yeah. they say it? Uh, oh. No, but it, like, you know, it's... Obvious. They're skinny, <laughs> flawed, flawed hands. No, I, I, I know you were the Witcher here. They're, they're, they're necrophages. They eat dead bodies, but you know it's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Yurga's waiting there. Geralt shows up. Geralt looks really cool. Yeah, he's like, like he's, he's wearing he's like, a black cloak and a studded jerkin, and, and he's got white hair. Wait, is this his new coat that he just got? Yeah, I guess he got it sewed up, right? Yeah, yeah. Sweet jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah the ghouls all all pile into him, and he. he all, all Yurga sees is a, a pile of ghouls and like a, a silver sword flashing, shing, shing, shing. Yeah. Uh, and they also, they, they drag Geralt off the bridge and, and eat him. Yeah. <laughs> a bit. Just a bit, Just you know. A little bit. Yeah. Part of it. Yeah. But not before uh, Geralt extracted a promise from Yurga. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. The classic, what's your promise? Yeah, yeah. right? I, I'll, I'll help you fight these guys if you don't, if you have to give me the, what is it? The surprise. The thing yeah, you're the not expecting. The, um, the law of surprise is what it's. 
what it's yeah. called. Yeah, and, and when he says it, though, it says he, he, he suddenly and quickly recites it. Mm-hmm. So, like, is that just what he asks for all the time? People are like, hey, you know, thanks for helping me. What do you want? And he's like, yeah. all surprises. I, I think it's kind of pro forma, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I bet <laughs> Whenever he the, can't think of anything else. Most of the time it's like a cake or something that he didn't, that the guy didn't know was at his house. And he's probably oh. fine with that, right? Yeah, he's like, oh, a cake. Yeah, not, not bad. <laughs> but, I mean, Geralt sort of hints that this is some sort of, like, witcher tradition. So I guess he just does it for that reason but like considering what happened with this other child that he got through the law of surprise he doesn't i mean like why does he do this yeah you literally just got a child surprise you don't want yeah we've got three stories about him we've got a child surprise at home why are you trying to buy (laughs) (laughs) i think this is how witchers get new witcher babies right yeah it is is he just has to that is it like the rule and so has he i don't know has he done this before Because he doesn't, I don't think he takes them and raises them. I think he takes them back to whatever that castle is, Castle Morn or whatever, mm. and they get witcherized. Except they don't do that anymore, right? They don't have the stuff for it anymore. It's something they talked about. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I, I he, I, I, okay. So Gerald's not that creative, right? No. Like, he just couldn't think of something in the moment. He's like, I don't know. The, 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 it's like, at the front of his mind all the time. So he's, he's like, he said a hundred bucks, that would probably have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. think of it. Yeah, Jurgis just did really well for himself, and Geralt <laughs> yeah. skint all the time. It's true. You can, you can ask, ask him for money. He's yeah. got money. Yeah, he's a merchant. Merchant's got all kinds of money, right? Yeah. There's a reason that Geralt's always broke, and it's because he can't think of the you know money in a moment like this. Yeah. I'm confused though. It said when he's on the, all the drugs, his face is white and porous. Yeah. So that's the Witcher. Porous. That's the Witcher. Okay. They don't, they don't talk about this a lot, but there's he has his elixirs or whatever. And we, yeah. When he takes the elixirs, it makes his face horrible. Like, he looks like a, a monster himself. Oh, I That's thought it was just a, his eyes. His eyes do that, but also his face gets really, like, gaunt. Yeah, yeah they yeah. describe it as porous, like cheese drained and then unwrapped from a cloth. Sounds horrible, yeah. Think, or I delicious. Think, I think he means hollowed, like skeletal. Yeah, I think I, so. When I think porous, I think like big pores. I like, think that's bad. Yeah, like Swiss cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe it's just a bad translation. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Screw I, you, David French. Get better. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, David French, if you're listening to our podcast, check us out at armadillo.club. Yeah. So yeah, Geralt gets injured heavily. Uh, and climbs back onto the bridge, and I think he killed all the ghouls or whatever. Yeah, he did, he beat the, he beat all the things, all the monsters, but they got him good. Yeah, and then he collapses because he's bleeding out. And apparently, he found the like literally one not shitty commoner this in this guy, world. Yeah, you're, this is the first good person we've met, right? Yeah. Anywhere? Yeah, the, like the, like every other normie that he's met has been like a total asshole. This guy dresses his wound, like puts him on his cart. This yeah. guy, this guy, like. Could just leave him here and be like, "Oh, I yeah, guess. Right. I guess yes. I don't know anyone anything Turns anymore." Out that's the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, he he uh, he carts him to safety with. Uh, yeah, he totally bleeding out. He bandages him as best he can, and uh, carts him to a healer. Doesn't just cart him around. Yeah, like goes out of his way. Uh, Geralt uh, instructs the guy as he goes in and out of consciousness to feed him some of the potions from his pack. Yeah, so he cracks. Yeah, he cracks open the good shit. Right, <laughs> yeah. like. <laughs> He's like, here's the deal. I'm going to be pretty incoherent, and then it's going to look like I died. So just uh, ignore all that. I need to, yeah. I need my go-go juice. <laughs> it's interesting, though, because the one he took slowed his heartbeat. Yeah. So there's... Yeah, I, I, he has a, a variety of different elixirs, and this one's called the Black Gull, but I guess it slows his heart rate in addition to getting him super fucking yeah, high. Yeah. Did he intend to get, like, just super wasted? Like, I, I mean, it's it's an added side. Is, is that the only heartbeat slowing one that he's got mixed up right now? 
Maybe it's both. Maybe maybe it's like it's gonna slow his heartbeat, but he's like, well, as long as I'm laying here, I may as well, you know. Trip balls. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I hate cart rides. This is so boring. <laughs> so, you know yeah. what? The, you know what? You know what? This is way better than a fucking travel chapter. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah. If, every, if every Matt and Rand, every travel chapter can be replaced by a hallucination and be strictly improved. <laughs> that's right. If Matt and Rand had just like done some shrooms before they went carting around. I think that chapter would have been like a totally different story. Or you know? at least listen to the guy who was driving the cart who actually had very interesting things to tell them. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. The, the guy telling them all the relevant history of the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm still pissed about that. Yeah. So Garrett, they're like not interested. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. But anyway, yeah, he, he proceeds to have what it sounds like the wildest fucking trip I've ever heard of because apparently witches have the good shit, you well, know? This is a flashback, right? Isn't yeah. It? Well, I mean, yeah, it's both. I mean, well, yeah. like We assume this is something that actually happened. Yeah, he has a flashback to like a, a crazy pagan uh, orgy celebration. Yeah, yeah he's, getting his, he's getting his witch on, right? Yeah. Like, he's like, hey. And it's pretty it's pretty good, right? Even There's ladies there even who want to just bone a witcher, right? Apparently. Yeah. But then Yennefer shows up. Yeah. Uh, party ruined. <laughs> so they pause their debauchery and talk about babies and stuff. Like, there's this moment where they, they're both with like a, a fresh young thing. Thing on their arm yeah. and they see each other and then like they have to they like oh god okay we're doing this and they both get rid of their other partners uh -huh. like, we can do this shit again so i looked something up because i was like yennefer sounds so dumb like is that a real name and i looked it up and it is it's jennifer but just a different cognate yeah. for it but jennifer comes from um guinevere oh. and guinevere if you go all the way back to its origin uh, Gwyn means white, and Verd, which, which is like a, uh, I think it was a Welsh thing, means like phantom or supernatural creature or something. Oh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. interesting. Yeah. So that's a, a, an appropriate name for her, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, they have uh, some awesome immortal sex, I guess. You know, mm -hmm. super yeah. hot. They they yeah they talk for a while about how they just can't be together. Um, she tells him he needs to go to Sintra. Uh -huh. Which is his destiny. Yeah, it's like even Geralt's hallucinations are like pushing him to <laughs> I know, <right>? go <laughs> deal with his child surprise problem. But then they bone it out despite the fact that they just can't be together because they just because I don't I don't know why actually I don't understand mm -mm. because because they can't have babies I guess. Okay, whatever. Lilac and Gooseberry Man. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Yurga continues to take care of Geralt for a while, uh, continuing to be a really stand-up guy. And he gives him some like. Daryl asks for some more drugs because he's he's coming down. It's, a, it's like some Witcher back teen. He's like, here, here's another thing. Put this on my leg and give me some more of that good shit. Give me high again. And he's off on another psychonautical adventure. <laughs> and then he's in Sintra six years after the the last time, the previous time he'd been to Sintra. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is I guess the visit that was alluded to in the previous story when he's saying, oh that. Other time I saw Siri or whatever. Yeah, this is it. This is, he's come back for the surprise, the law of surprise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He meets with Mouse Sack, who's not allowed to tell him very much about the kid. Mm -hmm. Kind of warns him about Calanthe. He's like, she she likes to kill people just for funsies. Right. You know, like a queen does sometimes. Totally true. And he, yeah. I like how he notices that Calanthe has been getting fatter. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. She's, she's still totally doable. Yeah. yeah. He's like bangable, you know, like a little bit of, a little bit of extra on the, but you know what? I'd still hit it. Yeah. She's still, is she's what still says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was wondering if it was supposed to imply that she was pregnant since she married uh, that sea guy. Oh, maybe. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It never, it never pays out. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and, and Calanthe tests him, like in this very fairy tale way, or at least she wants to. She says, there's these ten kids running around. If you can pick out the one that you're supposed to take, mm-hmm. then you can have them. Yeah. Uh, and Geralt sees through it immediately. He's like, I know that the kid, real kid isn't among the ten, because there's that... Apparently, like, like she kind of telegraphs it a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But the real kid is among the ten. Is that what it was? I thought I thought the kid wasn't among the ten, and the real the kid is among the ten, but it's not one of the boys. Yeah, that's yeah. the mm-hmm. trick. That's right. And I don't think Geralt figures that out. Mm-mm. Doesn't he? I, I feel like it, I feel like he knows it at this he, point. He says like, "You're messing with me." The kid isn't actually there, and she's like, "You're right. The kid isn't there." And yeah. I don't think she actually well, says yeah. the kid actually totally is there because oh, okay. the, there's a girl running around with them right. yeah he sees her who has mousy hair right so that must be it that's definitely her that yeah. does not compute to me at all because mousy hair to me means brown mm-hmm. but her hair is clearly silver right it's described as silver she has mousy silver hair mm-hmm. maybe you just don't know any silver mice but yeah he, he he just refuses to do it he basically says eh destiny sucks screw a destiny right yeah well, she's trying to get more information, too, about what's going to happen to her grandkid. Right, yeah, and it's really bad. Sometimes your eyes explode. It's just, like, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not supposed to talk about it, but... Yeah. 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 And she's like, well, how long does it last in the trials of grass? And he's like, I'm not allowed to talk about that, but three years. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, yeah, but this is actually the point where he talks about the law of surprise tradition among witchers. Yeah. It's like they're, they're actually seeking specifically a child of destiny, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we knew the details of this any before this point, but yeah, and they have a long discussion about destiny and whether you can avoid your destiny. And uh, he mentions that his mom is a sorceress who gave yes. him up as a baby. Yeah, because of course his mom's a sorceress. That but, explains but so much. That's why yeah. he's with Yennefer. Yeah, but also, absolutely. sorceresses are supposed to be infertile. Yeah, so it's a weird, weird situation. How did that happen? Yeah, you know, it, it seems like something he should have mentioned to Yennefer at some point. It's like, hey. You know, my mom was a sorceress. Yeah. Maybe you should go talk to her and figure out how she she did this thing, right? Yeah. Um, but also, Geralt alludes to the fact that he's pro-choice, which I appreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you know. Very strong about it. Yeah. 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 Way to go, Geralt. Yeah. Woman's yeah. right to choose. But then he leaves. He, he doesn't go after the child. He doesn't pick. He doesn't play into this sort of fairy tale story of, of picking from the ten children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do love it so much. The two of them together had such a great rapport. Kalindi and Geralt, like, they, I mean, obviously that's not his deal, like, settling down and stuff, but I think they could have done a pretty good thing together, right? Like, Agreed. She could have been his queen on the side. Yeah. Could have been good. He could have been her, you know, sword in the morning or whatever. Morning sword. <laughs> Then Geralt wakes up, and he is heavily injured, but he has been healed up by a sorceress in a tar can. Yeah. Yeah, and at first he's paralyzed, and he has this moment of panic that I think we've never seen Geralt ex- exhibit before, but you can imagine that being a witcher and paralyzed is not yeah, a great combo. that's not good. No one, no one likes a witcher, yeah. even when they're, they're useful. Because Yerga brought him. Yeah, Yerga brought him all the way yeah. here. Found him a sorceress to heal him up. MVP. Way yeah. Way Yerga. And uh, he she, did, rec- she did a great job. Like she's like he feels great. You mm-hmm. know, he recognizes the sorceress because it's his mom, Vicenna. He yes. recognizes her because she's got red hair. I guess nobody has red. No, I think he actually knows. Her, I think he knows her face and he knows her name. So when like the combination oh. of things, yeah, he was he was a boy when he was given up. Oh, yeah, he wasn't okay, a baby. he yeah. wasn't a baby. Okay. Um, <laughs> she warns. She also warns him off of like wizard, Witcher LSD. She's like. You know, it's great that you took these drugs to, to slow your heart rate, but did you have to take the hallucinogens too? It's like, oh, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But she, I mean, 
It does appear like he did not need to get super high for that whole run. <laughs> she, she says as much. She's like, you, you know, the, this part was good, but you didn't really have to do that. He's like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It was a great time. What else is he going to do? Sit around and be in pain? All right. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, the, this, there's a, this, the sense here that it's like kind of like a meeting by fate or destiny or something, right? Yeah. And uh, Geralt apparently had some like whole thing planned for this, and he's just like, he doesn't have it in him in that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we find out later that she tracked him down for this, right? That's what Yurga says, that, that she, she found us in the woods and she chased us down to the tar camp and she went right to you and healed you. Oh. And then she helped out the other people in the tar camp. Oh, interesting. I didn't, I didn't catch that, but that does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she also leaves immediately before they can have a real talk. Yeah. Uh, we then, learned a little more about Vesemir, the, the witcher who took him and I guess raised him. Yeah. yeah his, his surrogate father, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also the guy who, you know, mutated and tortured him and all that stuff. So, you know. So, you know, no dad is perfect, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he has more questions for her and he's like, I'll talk to you in the morning. And she's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll talk tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to abandon you again. Oh, excuse yeah. me. I'm going to go buy some cigarettes down there. <laughs> convenience store on the corner. She'll be back for, after that, that cigarette run any minute. Yeah. So after that, uh, Yurga and Geralt ride on. And Yurga says, well, we're from Sodden, and here we love witchers and sorcerers. This is, a, this is a great place. We really appreciate what you guys do for us. Because this, there was a great battle against the black forces when the sorceresses all teamed up, and they fought off the black forces for us, and a bunch of them died. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the fact that this area they're walking through uh, is, like, littered with corpses, and mm-hmm. it makes the soil great for farming. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little hard on the plows to plow through the bodies, but <laughs> I was like, good lord, this is, this is a very dark world, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a bunch of sorcerers died fighting the invaders, and Geralt has a feeling about that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, Yurga even knows the names of the 14 sorcerers and sorceresses that died protecting their people. Mm-hmm. But Geralt's like, no, 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 don't tell me, don't tell me. Yeah. yeah. And Geralt goes to visit the memorial of the 14 people. And he starts to read the 14 names and he seems like he knows them all. Yeah. Right? Many of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. In- including, I think, Triss Marigold was one who was a friend of his in an earlier story. Yeah, I think she showed. She was at the at the temple, I think, briefly or something like that. She was at. I thought she might be the one that was there in that first story where he's uh, uh, with the the princess that's a striga or whatever. Oh, okay. so maybe she was there for that one. But either way, yeah, mm-hmm. someone he's familiar with, probably yeah. bang, banged at some point, you know. And before he get to the end of the list, death shows up mm-hmm. in yeah. a persona as as a woman with pale pale skin. Mm-hmm. She seems nice enough, right? And. Yeah. She talks about how she's been following him this whole time, and uh, he's like, "I know." (laughs) (laughs) You just never looked over your shoulder. It's like I never look back (laughs) until now. Until now, and it's really creepy. And she tells him that the last name is Yennefer, Mm -hmm. which to which I wrote down, "Hooray!" (laughs) (laughs) We're we're not that free of her, not that easy. And then leaves and he wakes up. (laughs) Yeah. And it was all this was another one of his dreams and. His mom was right. He needs to lay off the. <laughs> I was thinking, is like, is this just like an aftershock of all the drugs yeah, that he right? did earlier? Probably. But he, he questions Yurga, and Yennefer is not actually yeah. on. Yeah, it's not Yennefer. It wasn't her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aww. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Yurga and Geralt discuss destiny for a bit. Geralt goes and sees Yurga's happy household. It's funny because uh, Geralt's merchant friend got. What's his name again? Yurga? Yurga, right, yeah. 
he's he's pretty sure he isn't going to have a kid at home because his wife can't have kids anymore. So he's like, mm-hmm. you know, look, I'm not going to have a, a baby waiting for you, but you can have one of my existing kids. Yeah, yeah they, like, they're good. They're good sons. I have a spare, you know? Like, the girl's like, no, no, I really, I mean, we really don't have to, don't have to do that. And you're just like, please, I insist. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, do you really, like, he must really hate one of his kids, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, take Tommy. Take, sure, take Tommy. <laughs> the girl's like, it's not fun if it's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and and Yurga, he also says Gerald is obviously a good guy, right? Which is weird because I think that's true, right? Gerald yeah. always tries to do the right he thing. He has a code yeah. of ethics. Yeah. He's the only person that seems to actually have a code of ethics in the whole book. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. He he uh, he he does his best to pretend like he doesn't give a shit about anything, but he clearly uh, sides with people who are uh, weaker and being like bullied or tortured or whatever. Yeah. He he's, he does the right thing. You know, he tries. Sometimes. Sometimes. Even at the cost of his, his own life sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. And then Geralt slips into another uh, memory, hallucination, uh, <laughs> Geralt, <laughs> where he and Dandelion are at the panicked river crossing of the, the Sodden army as is fleeing the black forces. Wait, is this a hallucination? I thought this was actually real. I think well, it's, it's a memory it's a, it's back a memory. to when. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that. I thought this was actually... In real time at this point. No, no, yeah. this is yet another memory. Okay, yeah, I totally all, missed that. All of these are memories to some extent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they talk about the black forces and how the black forces are, are pillaging the land and, and slaughtering all the peasants, which is a weird supernatural thing, right? You would never do that. Because the reason you invade a country is to, is to capture the peasants, basically. Yeah. And then Geralt is heading to Sintra because he's decided to go do his destiny, but he finds out that Sintra is gone. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this idea of destiny, right? Like... Forget about Yennefer. The person who Geralt is destined to be with is Dandelion. Like, every, like mm-hmm. they, they don't have cell phones in this world, right? <laughs> the odds of these two random people crossing paths this many times, astronomical, right? Yeah. Dandelion is Geralt's destiny. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, he's one of the one of the blades of the sword of destiny. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. He's the other. He's the other other edge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Sintra has been uh, raised to the ground. Calanthe is dead. All the, all the nobles are dead. Uh, Geralt is very sad. No destiny for him. And uh, they decide to head north instead, where I guess where Geralt goes to sit out the war. And back at Yurga's house, they <laughs> they see as as Yurga offers him one of his sons that there's another kid there. Yeah, and you, it's Siri. Destiny comes with a roundhouse kick to the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this, this I mean, like I, I think we all saw this kind of coming at this point, right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, the lost surprise delivered Siri to Geralt a second time. Siri is a thing that he was not expecting to find like, at home. No, seriously, Geralt. <laughs> like, this is, this is what's going to happen in these books, Geralt. Uh, and uh, and they, they, it's really, they're really happy to see each other, actually. Siri runs and is happy to see him. They, yeah. they hug. It's his destiny. Yeah, uh, destiny is really rubbing Geralt's face in this one. So <laughs> he finally... Finally like, decides to actually, do it. That counts as two law surprises, right? Because he said yeah. it twice. He's double surprised. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It, but I had to think about this. So, right, okay. People keep saying how destiny has a way of, you know, having consequences for people who try and defy it, right? Mm-hmm. And destiny arguably was pushing Siri to be here in this moment. So it might be that the death of Siri's country, family, and people 
is Destiny oh. putting Ciri in this right place right. at this right like time? The black forces of Nilfgaard coming over the mountains and slaughtering everybody. That's, uh-huh. that's the only way to get Ciri to be like that. That may like, not have happened. Ciri literally has nowhere else to go now, and that's why Geralt's like, okay, fine. Like mm-hmm. her her country is gone. Her mm-hmm. mother is you know, you know dead. Lost mm-hmm. at sea. Yeah. yeah. So, Grandma just died. Yeah. So. uh Destiny, man. <laughs> this might be on Geralt a little bit, right? <laughs> yes. That's well. Don't look back, Geralt. <laughs> yeah. That does follow you. Yeah. It, it, uh, that's uh, yeah. I had that thought. I was like, yeah, interesting. So, what did you guys think of this book? Uh, I liked it. I think that it was a, a, a. Especially the last two stories are a good uh, build up to the next next thing. But I know. I think this book had some lower lows than the previous one uh, in terms mm-hmm. of like. The stories, right? Yeah, anything with Yennefer is just gonna. Ugh. So mm-hmm. l- let's let's talk about Yennefer. I, I have a, I have a friend who's a big fan of the books, and she uh, made a point that I think is not well uh, explained in the text. It's very subtle. Uh, there is a reason that Yennefer treats Geralt like shit, and it is because Geralt trapped her. Like this this whole last wish thing. It doesn't. They don't talk about it very like in a, in a very literal sense, but. The last wish was for them to be together forever. So there's this weird thing with them where she has, she's drawn to him and she has these feelings for him and she knows that they are forced on her by magic. And that's why Mm. she has this really like tenuous and and uncomfortable relationship. She loves Geralt, but she also knows that it is not her choice, like it's not real, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's something that, that, that I think is not well illustrated in this story, Like, like it's very I don't know how to say this, but like, but like they. Well, she doesn't say that. Yeah, she never says that, and the the text only alludes to it. But I think that's maybe kind of something culturally with this mm-hmm. the way this story is told. There's a lot of stuff like that where it's a lot of subtext or 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 subtle storytelling as opposed to just like outright stating something. But that's apparently the the source of Yennefer's. Uh, <laughs> You know, weird, weird relationship with Geralt is mm-hmm. they both love each other, and neither of them knows if it's real because it's just like sorts of this magical wish. Huh. I don't know. Okay. You could think of it sort of like uh, the bonding thing with the uh, warders in the or what was it where the wheel of time. The wheel of time. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. No, no. Like, like that had a similar thing, right? Where you didn't know if you were. I'm trying to think. Was that what? It was warders. There's a relationship there, and a woman can take make somebody a warder by force. And she has to release him, and they have that emotional connection. Yeah, so it made me think a little bit of that, and that might, for someone like Yennefer, who is accustomed to being powerful and, and in control, it probably really bothers her a lot that she doesn't have any control over this this thing. That makes sense. Her. That does make it more interesting. And yeah. and if if we do if we do buy into that. Um, that happened because he got the last wish from the genie right. who she was trying to capture to the point where she was willing to die for it. So yes. that makes it even more interesting. So, okay. so this, yeah, this wish that was supposed to give her this might be the only way to give her this thing that she needed, this, you know, to have a baby or whatever, mm-hmm. instead was turned to essentially ensnaring her in this, this bond that she can't escape because mm-hmm. it's beyond any kind of like normal magic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope that is fleshed out a little bit more in the books. If, yeah, if Jennifer's in them, I also hope that she slips in the bathtub and dies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she it, does it, like baths. Yeah, <laughs> yes. She yeah. loves baths. Yeah, and and you know she wasn't on this monument uh, stone or whatever, but you know we haven't heard from her in a while. Anything could happen, right? <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous world. People die all the time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just just uh, I'm, I am curious to see how that story progresses over the next 
And then from here on, it's it's all an actual continuous arc for the next five books. So mm. we'll we'll see more of that. This is I think the last of the short story. So. Awesome. Yeah. If I, if all I'd read was these last two stories, I would be more way more into it. Last yeah. three, right? Because the third to last one was the mermaid one. Oh, that one was pretty fun too. Yeah. Was it? And yeah, the creepy underwater city yeah. monster things. That was pretty good. Actually, yeah. the very first one I thought was pretty good too. The, the in the first one, in the first book, I remember. Mm-hmm. The Witcher. I think a shard of ice is probably the the one that w- that was most frustrating to read. That was the relationship yeah. drama one. Yeah. But I'm starting to come to a conclusion, and we'll see next book. But I think maybe reading these short stories is not the best way to start mm-hmm. because they're they're all over the place. You yeah. Know? Like maybe if, like maybe if we knew more about these characters and where this was all going, these would fill in interesting blanks or interesting sub-stories. Mm-hmm. It's possible, yeah. I, I, uh, I wonder, we'll see where the first book picks up, but I find that these are a great, these are a really good way to get like a broad sense of the world mm-hmm. uh, that, that all this other stuff is gonna be happening in. So mm-hmm. maybe that maybe you get that from the first book, maybe not, but um, I, that's something I appreciate about all these short stories is you get a sense of like how everything sucks, everything's dark, there's monsters everywhere, and uh, like Geralt is just this, this guy whose job it is to fix that, and is not not like great at it. Yeah. He's just kind of like stumbling through this this world, and you know, workmanlike. Yeah. Well, and I am glad between the two books of short stories that we read them in the order we did. One because like even though it was published a year after, The Last Wish definitely set things up for sort of destiny. So that makes more sense. But also like I think The Last Wish was the better book overall. It was definitely uh, think, more entertaining and enjoyable. So. If we had started with Sword of Destiny, I might have been like, oh, guys, mm-hmm. like, do we want to do it? Let's, let's do some reassessment here. But the first book was good. Yeah. I think, I think from now on, we'll, we'll probably start uh, enjoying them you know, more overall. Yeah, but, I think so. Yeah. Good. I'm, exci- I'm excited for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited about, to read the rest of these, so... So that's it for this episode. Next time, we're going to take a break and go back to our other podcast, uh, Living Dead in Austin. We're going to read another Midnight Texas book. And then we're going to come back to this, and we're going to read The Blood of Elves, the first full-length novel of the Witcher series. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think might like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. That's, that's the, the witch-uation. witch-uation. <laughs>